Welcome to the Reconnected Podcast. I'm Amy Abair, and I'm so grateful that you're here and listening to this episode. The Reconnected Podcast is all about sharing insights, perspectives, and visions from myself and from others about how we go about staying connected to our the truth in our heart, our purpose, while it seems that life is almost designed to take us off of the path. And so today I want to talk about compassion and suffering. And it's election day today, and I'm recording this one whole day before I will broadcast it because I'm super efficient. <laughs> um, so anyways... I don't really discuss politics much, except with my very close people. Um, And overall, I've stayed out of politics for years. I haven't even turned on my TV. I haven't turned it on in the place I am now yet. I've been there since July. The entire time I was in California, I didn't watch TV. Um, Maybe one episode of something with my dad. Um... Prior to that, I didn't watch TV at all. And it's, I don't know, like, I I really don't know how long to say I haven't watched TV for, but I just don't ever turn it on, right? But it doesn't mean I'm not on my laptop and my phone, um, which could be just as, you know, intrusive as far as politics go, but I select what I, what I listen to. So, you know, it hasn't been, maybe it's been a little bit of like head in the sand stuff, but it's really, I never really saw big impacts from politics. You know, I never really saw, well, let's just leave it at that. And so, because I don't want to talk about politics on this um, episode, but I want to talk about the nature, the true nature of us humans when it comes to politics. And then maybe, hopefully it'll branch away from it. I'm just kind of going with this one because I, it came to me last night. I was going to talk about something else today, but this came to me last night. And I scribbled it down in the dark on my um, notepad right next to my bed. And so there's this great divide, right? And I believe that it's just on so many different levels. We can think that it's just two. But within those two, there's so many different formulations of views, like each person has their own unique makeup of what they are, what they feel is important. And I actually saw, so a little side note, I saw an IGTV um, from Dr. Andrew Huberman. I bring him up a lot because he's a neuroscientist at Stanford. And he did a, he actually did a contest and I totally lost. And he said, um, you know, what is this he showed a, a picture of the brain and he showed uh, kind of this <laughs> spider web um, impression on the brain and asked, you know, if we knew what it was. Long story short, it was basically that it was, and I'm going to completely butcher this. If you want to check out his latest IGTV, Andrew Huberman, it's um, at Huberman Lab on Instagram. And so he, um, I, I'm going to just give it a real rough synopsis. And that is that 
we, our brains, our eyes, what we see a lot of times, um, our brain is compensating for our blind spot. So we're not always seeing what's actually there. Um, our brain is just continually guessing. Um, and so he get, goes into this, you know, fantastically. It's super in depth. And what it really comes down to is that our brains are literally wired to be, <laughs> to, to think differently. Everybody really is truly different. We're, we're, we're truly wired differently. And so I just found that fascinating and, and I listened to that last night, but, um, the, the compassion side of things now is, is understanding that on a more fundamental level. It doesn't have to be about science, right? We could understand that everybody has different views. But um, this is the way I see it. I see it as that most human beings want good. Notice I didn't say all, but I said most. And by wanting good, a lot of, you know, because there's so much suffering in the world, and you guys, there's been suffering in the world way before 2020. I mean, I hate to burst everybody's bubbles, and I'm sure I'm not bursting everybody's bubbles, but it's like the people that are like, oh, this year is so hard. Do you know how many people out there have had hard years their whole lives? especially in other countries, but right in this country too. Their whole lives have been upside down. You know what I mean? And like, it's just kind of, I don't know, when I hear people keep saying over and over again, you know, get this year behind us, start a new year. It's just, you know, I think that's, I think that's a different podcast, but, (laughs) you know, and it's not to harp on anybody because of course, I mean, I have my, I mean, I fall into the category of I've had it hard before 2020, (laughs) that's for sure. And I'm not saying nobody else has, you know, but um, like, I'm not saying that nobody else hasn't had it hard at all before 2020, but I'm just saying that like the magnitude of 2020, some people's lives have been of that magnitude as well. And so we'll leave that there, but I want to talk about suffering and how in a nutshell, no matter who you're voting for, no matter what side you fall on, and like I said, people that fall on each side, most people I think are, they have variations, right? Um, there's the diehard folks and all of that. But again, politics, what I really want to focus on is the suffering and that most good people want to end human suffering. So just let that sink in a little bit, and I'm letting it sink in too. I don't want to preach to you. I want to be involved as far as, like, I need to hear this myself. And so because we want to end suffering, some of us just want to end suffering on different levels. And our priorities are different. Our priorities are different because our belief systems are different. And our belief systems are different 
because our values are different and our values are different a lot of times because of how we were brought up. And I'm not saying that's any excuse for anybody to mistreat any human being ever, right? The opposite. But what I'm saying is, if you want compassion and you want to end suffering, why wouldn't you give compassion to somebody else, anybody else? So I know it's a very, you know, Dalai Lama perspective, which, I mean, what could be better than that, right? Because it's almost idealism, but it's truth. And forces out there would like to have us think differently, like to have us oppose each other. And so I know that you've probably heard some of this, you know, we're all hearing so many things and so many different views. And I really don't want to put another view on you to say, do you agree with this or not? But I just want to say fundamentally that human beings, good human beings want to end suffering on some level in their own life, for the people around them, for for their mothers, for their fathers, for their family. We don't like to see other people suffering. And again, I truly believe that regardless of the side you're on, you will want to end suffering in some way. One side wants to end suffering by doing it this way. One side wants to end suffering by doing it the other way. Maybe someone interprets somebody wanting to end suffering as somebody causing suffering. See, and that's where things get all mixed up. <laughs> it's not funny. Um, I'm just kind of laughing because it's just so heavy, right? It's like sometimes you have to laugh because who wants to live in this super heaviness minute after minute? No one. And I really do believe in the good of people. And I'm not perfect by any means. I've thought and said things that I'm like, oh, well, change my mind a couple days later. You know, but what I value is also some of it's selfish. Some of it's because of what I want to be able to do. Um, some of it's very unselfish and I give a lot of it to God. I give a lot of it to God and I spend a lot of time in nature and off of the TV and I unfollow and mute people that constantly talk about politics. I mean, if that's you, I'm sorry. I haven't heard from you in a long time. <laughs> And that's what we should do. We should create our boundaries. I'm a very sensitive person. And so, you know, I hope this resonates like everything else. And so 
And so what are three things? Because I'd love to give some sort of practicality, some actionables um, to you. So what are three things that we could do in our lives to end suffering for ourselves and end suffering for those around us? Because I feel like that really gives us, it gives us some... I don't want to say control, but it gives us, you know, the word's not coming to me, but it's it's being able to make positive impact ourselves. And so I'll ask you, what are three things that you can do to end suffering for yourself and for those around you? And I'm going to give you three examples. And so they could be super simple and they could be more complex. And so for me, I think that one way I'll end suffering is that, and for myself and for the family members I speak to on the phone, I don't want to partake in any conversations or narratives that tear down anyone because of their beliefs. And I'm not saying that I do that, but I've certainly questioned (laughs) why people are thinking a certain way about something, you know, and, and thinking my way is right. And I still hold my beliefs very strongly. Um, But I really want to get out of that. (laughs) And so that's how I can help end suffering. That's one way I can help end suffering for myself and those that I speak to on the phone is to just make sure and be super intentional about not speaking about how could they vote for that person or which is not me verbatim because I'm not really into like if you vote for yay or nay. Um, But again, I just don't want to be in a conversation where I'm questioning other people's beliefs. Just don't want to have the conversation. And I will admit that it's often other people that start it. And I just kind of end up going along with things sometimes because it's like you're very close family or something, you know, and you're just trying to um, connect. So that would be one. Um, Number two, I would say, is I can end suffering for myself by staying out of regret, because that's something I've been visiting a lot lately. Just like, why didn't I do some of the things I'm doing now? seven years ago when I had the ideas. (laughs) And it's like, how many times can I go over that in my head before I say, that's not what your business is all about. It's all about living current. And of course, I recognize the irony. And of course, that's why I put out in the world what I'm putting out and what I'm going to be putting out. Because I need it. That's usually you know, where the best things are born. 
So hopefully, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, I really want to end suffering whenever I'm triggered to be in any type of regret and just remember that it makes no sense except to learn, make sure that I've learned and to not put anything off that's super important to me any longer, no matter what, and have faith and have trust and do whatever it takes to strengthen that faith and that trust. And so the third thing, an example of how I could end suffering for someone else now, because the first example was a two-way, the second was just for me, although it's never just for, for me, because I believe when you end suffering for yourself, you end suffering for others. But the third thing, ending suffering for someone else, something that I could do that's practical is that I could, now this might not come about as, this might not come through as suffering, but I've seen a couple of friends who've recently started businesses and I, um, you know, promoted someone's um, post about, about their business and gave them a shout out. And it's not like I have a huge following or anything like that, but I do have people and I felt like, you know, maybe that's, it's not ending her suffering, but it certainly is contributing to her well-being. And just saying like, I see you, I love what you're doing. And so more of that, more of that can definitely end suffering, you know, as I'm speaking it out. Um, it can definitely end suffering because when someone does that, somebody says, I see you and, and I love what you're doing. You're putting out your heart potential into the world and I see it and I love it and I'm going to share it. It's so meaningful, you know, and I haven't always done that. I've been caught up a little bit in my own thing and I, and I try to do it here and there, but I want to be more intentional about that. And so those are three examples, and that's a way to end suffering in my own sphere. And I feel like that's such a core principle in all of the things that we're fighting about and fighting for, and there's so many good causes out there to be fighting for. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's ending suffering on some level for everyone. That's what everyone feels in their heart that they're doing. They're ending suffering. And, and it might not be the, the way we think is the most important thing to end suffering about right now. And again, that's where the, the, the angst is. And it's, it's warranted. I'm not saying that it's like we shouldn't feel that way or this. And it's all a growing experience. And we're all going to grow so much from this. We already have. And so just keep remembering that. And I just want you to remember that all good people just want to end suffering and they have their own version of what that is at this time. Again, I thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to connect with me on anything, you can email me directly at amy at com. 
As I've mentioned a couple times, I'm working on some big projects behind the scenes, and I'm excited to be launching very soon. And in the meantime, I am taking on a few clients. Um, If you're interested in finding some clarity and some calm, you can go to thecurrentpractice.com and you will see on the main homepage a link to sign up for a session with me or even just ask a question if maybe a session is right for you. And I am happy to answer any questions. Thank you so much again for listening. And I hope you have an absolutely beautiful day.